Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on rebuilding family relationships and much, much more. Press, what's poppin', man? I can't call it, Jules. I wish I was on vacation like your ass. Oh, man. Yes, sir, man. I love it. I love it, man. Are y'all out of the lake house? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Been 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 relaxing, eating, relaxing and eating, eating and relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I threw in a little yard work. I guess I'm gonna do some yard work after we get off too, cause it you know they, these leaves. They only thing about only thing about over here, man. Is we in the forest and there's a lot of leaves to to rake up, or you know we burn this stuff out here. So, so did you uh buy a leaf blower or are you out there raking? Oh no 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 no! I got a leaf blower. Uh uh-uh. uh. Smart man. Smart oh, man. I get. He's one of them. Yeah, a lot of them have the the gas ones, and they got some high high stuff. My neighbor got one of them backpacks, and just he just blow the hell out them things, man. So yeah, I got a good one, man. I got one you plug up, man. That thing is is powerful. So I was out there you, earlier. Boy. Look at you out there, sounding like one with the woods in the forest. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll be out there talking. I'll be talking to it, man. <laughs> y'all got a big space out there in that yard so i can yeah. see why you need it oh yeah you know then you know you rake a little bit up and you put in the pile and you set it on fire <laughs> that's the thing right there for me I, I i can't do i don't trust that shit i'll be scared that shit gonna spread so damn boy that is true so you gotta make sure there's no <laughs> you gotta make sure there's no wind blowing no no mm-hmm. no high wind or anything mm-hmm. how long it take that stuff to burn off Man, if believe it or not, not long. You man, that stuff engulfing, it'll just it'll burn up quick. Hmm. What if I should try doing that one day? In, in, in your backyard? Or should I only do that out in the woods? Uh, you know what? You, you you can why not, man? You can get away with it. Yeah, they hear you over here saying that then that's you know it. <laughs> local man burns down. <laughs> <laughs> But see, the, the backyard ain't as big as the space you got, though. And then I have, like, a a, a little fire pit. I just, uh, well, kind of a man-made fire pit, and I just put it inside the fire pit and just light oh, it. Oh, I see. I see. I see what y'all got going on over there. So outside of that, man, what, what else y'all got going on, man? You know what? My my in, my, mo- my mother-in-law and sister-in-law are coming in, and we're going to go into into town and see some things. I think they got some 
getting you know we got the holiday season coming up so it's going out and see like a Chris Kringle my wife was telling me something man she she's in charge of all that I'm just she just tell me where we going out okay all right you just go for you just there for the ride yeah I'm just there so so yeah that, that we're gonna go out to eat today we had some some pizza yesterday and man I Man, prayers, I heard it myself. Why eat the whole box? Hey, the whole <laughs> box. And one sitting. <laughs> you definitely are on vacation vibes. <laughs> Man. Did you, a, uh, I forgot to ask you, did you get a setup for your, for working out and stuff out there? Or what do you do with, uh, no, your lift I, in? No, I just go to one of them gyms. Okay. I just go to the gym out here. You know what I'm so trying you still to get, So you still get to work, yeah? Yes, sir. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on your level yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Get out of here, bro. I'm trying. Get out of here! <laughs> as, long, as long as I'm chasing you, man, I got you know, <laughs> I got motivation. That's <laughs> <I has> motivation. <laughs> hey, brother, I'm with you on that, man. It's, it's always good to be able to look around and and see somebody and be like, all right, that right there, all right. Because you you know how it is with bros. You you start looking at your homies, not in that way, audience, man. You know that funny stuff. But you right. look at your homie and you be like, hey, man, you know I'm respectable out here. You know, okay, cool, mm-hmm. I'm good. Hmm. Especially everywhere you go, man. Cats like they part like the Red Sea. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because of my hair. They probably like, oh shit, who's this thug? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody clutching their clutching their purses. Uh-huh. I had that shit happen the other day in the bank. This lady clutched her purse. I laughed out loud. I was like, you should. No, <laughs> so you should. <laughs> He says it's hard out here. <laughs> man, that's an inflation. I'm like, you should, lady. <laughs> you should. Oh, man. Oh, that's crazy. I'm like, you're going to act stupid. I'm going to give you something to talk about. She went home probably like, this hoodlum in the bank. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. But everything cool with you, though, man? Man, I'm good, man. Got a game to cover tonight uh, down to Champaign, and then we got a Bears game on, on Sunday, man. Oh, yeah. See now it is. It, it don't stop, man, but everything's going good there. I'm just looking forward to Thanksgiving, bro. Oh, yes, sir. You know, we always do a special episode on this. We got you guys next week on that. But I'm just looking forward to that and some downtime, bro. That's going to be like my first week where I don't really have much to do coverage-wise. We usually do like a holiday basketball tournament. We'll sponsor it. This year I told Dub, I said, man, first of all, we can sponsor it. But I said, I am not showing up to nobody's gym that week. Okay. I am having some time for myself. Yeah, you need it. You need it. Mm-hmm. You need it. We was talking a little bit off air about the importance of of getting that rest, man. Because man, you'll fall out just not sleeping and eating, and you know, just constantly working, not having no time for yourself. And when that happened, you know, good not to yourself, but for you know, for the organization or the company or whatever, or what you got going mm-hmm. on. So, yeah, man. So I I feel you when you like, man. I'm gonna just I'm gonna enjoy this holiday. Yeah, man, I'm a kickback, and I'm kind of like how you and uh and the wife is doing, man. I I'm gonna spend some time out of nature, man. I'm gonna try to you know just fucking chill the fuck out, bro. Like mm-hmm. some peacefulness, man. I, I I just need to get away and not be in the midst of the hustle and bustle, bro. Oh man, you need man. It's it's a good feeling. You can kind of decompress and and, and you come back uh come back ready to go. Yeah, listen, I hear it in your voice, boy. Shoot, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like man, I want to get with Jules at. See, all right, this, this is what we were talking about. You look at one of your homeboys, you see where they at. I'm still here already like, man, I can't wait till I get them jewels vibes. Oh, man, man, appreciate you, man. 
Appreciate you. Yes, sir, man. Glad y'all enjoying yourselves. So with the holidays, right, we always talk about gratitude. We're going to definitely have that episode next week where we're going to kind of give our thoughts on gratitude and, and what it means to us. You I mean, like I said, gratitude is not a once a year type of thing. So we're always thankful for things in our lives and family and, you know, in, in the holidays, right? And so, Jules, one of the things that I was like thinking about, like with Christmas coming up, I think I told you that we're going on a cruise this year. Mm-hmm. We're going back to that tradition. That was one of the things that my mom, she really loved going on cruise. We got away from that when the pandemic happened. You know, she was a little afraid to travel and fly and things of that nature. Last Christmas, as I think I told you and the audience, moms was like, bump that. <laughs> I'm ready. And so this past week, when I saw what happened in the Bahamas with that excursion boat, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell, what, did, what would you call that? Like a damn thing, like capsized or yeah. whatever you call that. Uh-huh. But when I saw that, we took that same ferry multiple times when we used to go on those Bahamas cruises uh, back in the day. And so that was surreal for me seeing that. I'm like, I looked at that thing. I'm like, boy, I've been on that thing about three or four times. Mm. First, it's just crazy, man. Like when you think about things in life where you've just done things and you don't even process it in the mind, you just like, all right, this is going to take me to the shore. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. And I realizing that ain't promised. You don't know what's going to happen. Chris, you... <laughs> Bro, you, you said it right then and there. We don't know when our last days are. I'm not saying that to scare anybody, but that's what we was talking about as far as working and downtime, the importance of it. Kobe worked hard all his life, and he retired. My My grandfather worked all his life, and six months he was gone. Wow. And... We look at here, the, the you just people out there vacationing and getting on a boat. How many times we go on a boat and nothing happened? Mm-hmm. But in this one instance, a double-decker, a ferry, you just take a ferry to go to one island to another spot. 100 passengers was on board. They saying the, the seas, were the, the lake, the water was a little rocky or whatever. And 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 the ferry capsized. One person ended up losing their life. Man, it's unfortunate, and and it's like, man, we we got cherished every 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 day while we while we living because we don't know. We don't. We just we just don't know. And but it's always good to stay prayerful. It's always good to be on the right side of the other big man above. But and 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 not to take life for granted. I think this is these stories that come out like this is just a reminder we should take life for granted. A hundred percent, Jules. And I mean, even what you just said about your grandfather, that kind of hit me because what do we always talk about with people, man? People work themselves to death. And mm-hmm. that's the epitome of that. I mean, he was a hardworking man, but didn't get to enjoy the fruits of his labor. Nope. And I think there's so many people in this world, Jules, that they'll work, work, hoard money, hoard money. But you don't know what's promised tomorrow. And that's why I'm like really happy that my mom had that realization of like, listen, life was kind of passing her by there for a couple of years. And she's like, I want to go on this on this trip. And, and that's why good. I said I wanted to make it happen for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know? And so to your point though, Jules, you gotta think about it. For this lady that passed away, 75 years old, those are the lessons that we want people to remember on this show. Not to be afraid or not to be scared right. to do things. Mm-hmm. But to live your life because you don't know when that moment is going to come. She didn't know that that moment was going to come. 
But it's also one of those situations that we also have to make sure that we're aware of our surroundings, that we're paying attention. Right. I know like sometimes people when we on the airplane and they're giving out the instructions in the case of an emergency, no one's paying attention. Well, guess what? Maybe you want to start paying attention when yes. these places are giving you guys instructions on what happens in case of an emergency because you never know. Because if what happens, Jules, when an emergency happens, everybody's freaking out and it's chaotic. Mm-hmm. They panic. Yep. It's like, damn, I should listen to that that flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Where's that? They was like, where, where was that exit at? Where was, mm-hmm. where was the emergency exit? Where the emergency exit? Where that barf bag? Look, how, how do I how do I inflate this this, what this emergency vest? You end up taking some kids off of it. Listen, ain't gonna be no Titanic. I'm, I'm letting it be known right now. Ain't gonna be no Titanic around here. Little kids out here, you listen, fuck around and be in an emergency with my be my anxiety on the plane. Shit. Man, keep oh, your damn kid away from me. I'll take their float too. <laughs> Prince, dude, when you say be aware of your surroundings, man, that brought me back to a story going to, my wife and I was going to Vegas. And this dude started. I, I'm like you, Press. I, I I don't, I can't see how people do the the eight, the nine, the ten, the thirteen, the seventeen hour flights. No, nah, fuck that. I can't. I, I've done them. I'm so medicated, bro. Ooh. I take I take pills to get my mind right because you're right. Oh, Those flights too damn long. Like flying to Greece, that was the longest flight I ever taken in my way. life. But I bet you it's I just by the pictures. I know it's beautiful. I know you had a great time out there. Oh yeah, yes sir, yes sir. It was Man. great. But getting there, <laughs> but getting there, okay. You know, I have a buddy who 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 live and have family in Yemen. And I'm like, oh yeah, how long is that? He said, yeah, it's a long trip. He said, then when you get off the plane, you got to drive for about six hours. I'm like, God, dog. even more <laughs> traveling. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But the 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 story where be around your be aware of your surroundings. I'm sitting there. I'm in the aisle seat, and I see this dude. He get up, and he start pacing back and forth, and I'm just like, wait a minute, what's he doing? And I'm on him, like, is he going to open up the, the door or something? Oh, no. But, well, of course, he just stretches his legs. But in my mind, it went to, wait a minute, is he trying to <laughs> Yeah, well, so, shit, you got to pay attention because you don't know, man. So I had a plan in mind. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. If he go and do that, I'm going to run up and I'm going to do this and this and this. I'm trying to calculate my moves, you know. You know stuff like that, but but to give to, to to you know point we was making, hey, you gotta be aware of your surroundings. And then as far as going back with the with the boat, I know if it's some things, of course, a lawsuit gonna come and this and that. Oh, but somebody yeah. lost their life. Some mm-hmm. things that could then that could have been pre- prevented. It more uh, life uh, the the little vest or I don't know if they have boats on the side of the little uh, cr- cr- oh Jesus raft little raft boats or something just in case something like this happened. So generally with these you small know, so. fairies, they just have the, the vest. Okay. So okay. I watched a video because, of course, you know, everybody record everything. So some girl, she went on TikTok and made a video and was like, hey, our boat's sinking and everybody's freaking out. Mm. And then she's showing people like screaming and hollering and shit in the background. And it was crazy. I saw like one of the videos. You see people with the life jackets around their necks and <laughs> you can tell the people that can't swim because they're just like this. <laughs> they're just laying there in the water. <laughs> they just... <laughs> hey man, waiting for somebody to come save him. <laughs> hey man, so I wonder what. So so, Prince, do you know what happened? Did another 
I'm pretty sure a, a, another boat or ferry came to. They just said it was real choppy waters, and one of the things too, and I'm not I'm not sure because I know you've done some cruises. Uh-huh. Um, there's been some times where I've done these excursions, and you get on these little these little ferries, and sometimes, man, them ferries they be whipping, they be kind of going through, and you can feel the waves crashing, and you can feel like the tide like going really fucking high. And I think what happened with this is just the the ferry just couldn't handle the uh, the waves. Mm, okay, okay. And it's crazy because when you are on those cruise ships and you get on that little ferry to take you over to the shore, you can look over. It's, it's It looks like it's really close, but in actuality, it's not as close as it seems. It's kind of Man. a racket, though, if you think about it. It's like, how come the cruise ship just can't take me to the shore? Why I got to take now some separate transportation? I got to pay you money to bring me to the shore. <laughs> that also reminds me when we was in, uh, in Aruba, uh, Press. Oh, we the take that. Yeah, we had to take yeah. that little boat. Yep. And that was a little boat. There ain't no double-decker, man. It that was... wasn't no double-decker. No. <laughs> no. I think I'll tell was... you one thing, though. It was pretty nice, though, you know, being able to have that little private island. You know, that yeah. Everybody could go to. That was oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That's what's up, man. God, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always smiling, friends. All right, let's, let's, let's keep moving, because... <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of somebody that's not smiling... Uh-oh. Will Smith, man, continue to keep taking these L's. Mm. Now, some dude that claimed that he was formerly friends with Will Smith gets on Tasha K's show. And Tasha K, she just needs to, like, stop doing shows because this woman has been sued so many times. You saw the Cardi B suit the shit out of her one. Tasha K be lying on folks and then get sued for it and then claim she's broke. But anyway... She okay. has this guy on, on on her show who was like a former friend and assistant of Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And this guy claims that he witnessed Dwayne Martin and Will Smith in the midst of a sexual act, Jules. Mm. And his description of it, I was sitting there like, bro, we could have left out those details. We, we, you listen, we, look, we'll, we'll take your word for it. Hey, what do yeah, you I don't say need happened? all the damn details. Right, right. Hey, what they do in the closet is what they do in the closet. We don't uh if they did that, right? If but they that's did. they damn concern. Right. Right. Allegedly. This man over here talking about so he had him bent over the couch and he was killing him. He's murdering him. He's talking about it was murder in there. And all I'm sitting up here thinking in my head is I didn't need that description, sir. Right. I, I didn't want that that visual of Will and Dwayne. Now it's now it's in my mind now and I can't get <laughs> you know, it's listen. It, it, I mean, here's the thing. Prez, I, I don't do well with this. I, I don't do well with he say, she say type thing. Oh, I seen this, I seen that, or whatever the case may be. What is it to what is it to us? You know what I'm saying? And what's your motivation? Right. What is the what is the motive behind this? Is it money? Is it fame? Is it likes? Something to talk about. Will Smith been catching ales left and right. I mean, my God. But uh-huh. Prez. Jada standing behind him said, "All oh, this is false." <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, what she said, we saw him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the first time she had this man back, right? People are not dumb. Well, let me take, let me. They shouldn't be. I mean, everybody know in this day and age where you can't publicly go out there and defamate, you know, somebody, a uh, character. Um, there's laws against that. 
you can be held you can be held liable civilly. So if he coming out with something like this, he better damn sure have something to you know what I'm saying to 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 back up what he's saying. I mean, who cares? Even if they did. Who cares? Yeah, like like you said, Jules, I don't give a shit. Just like we right. talked about with Dwight Howard. I might get a joke or two off, whatever, right. just because I'm toxic, but I don't really give a shit at the end of the day. Exactly. Whatever. And then the day, like, okay, well, who who <laughs> what what that movie <laughs> Tropic Dunday says Hollywood, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Well, you know Dwayne Martin, he was married to Tisha Campbell at one point. Yeah. Yeah, they recently yeah. divorced not too yeah, long she, ago. I don't think. Yeah, she filed for divorce, but I think back in twenty eighteen or something like okay. that. Okay, but so yeah, this was. was but no, I was saying they was a nice little. Uh, they was they was together for a while. Yeah, it was a good little couple. You know me, mm-hmm. I love me some Tisha Campbell. Yeah, yeah, she's nice. You know, Gina, yeah, Tisha, she had a great, she had a good career, man. I don't know Didn't if she's she? doing anything. I don't know if she's doing anything now. If she's doing anything new, but. Man, she she been in the industry a long time. Yeah, Tisha was a girl. Mm-hmm. Cause sing, dance, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. she 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 good. Sir, yes, sir. Back to Jada real quick. Yeah. You brought her up and saying how, you know, she came out of the iHeartRadio studio and was like, Yeah, you know, we're gonna fight this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Jada, I, I like that. I, I I feel you. This is my thing now. Not only is that assistant gonna get his ass sued. But Tasha K as well for having that shit on mm-hmm. her platform. That's why you got to be careful how you use your platforms. You can't have no shit. You think you and I would ever let somebody come on this show and do some shit like that? You'd be like, wait a minute. What? What did you just say? I'm like, bro, no. Nah, we ain't doing that here. Right. <laughs> First of all, we don't care because we don't have that type of show over here. Mm-hmm. Secondly, man, you can't be doing that shit with no proof in this day and age. Shit. Exactly. Nope. Because like you said, that's exactly. all he said he said type of shit. Mm-hmm. Just like what we were talking about last week with Dwight Howard. And that's why, Jules, I agree with you. It's tough, you know, at times with these situations when they come out because you're just like, what is this? And what was the point of him going on that show and doing that? Because that's the only way you're going to be recognized is by you talking about Will. And I can't right. stand folks that have to put other people down to prop themselves up. I don't like it. Oh, dude's like a small it. person. Right. It don't take much <laughs> for you to stand on your own, too. And that's the thing. And that's why on this show, Jules, we try our best to build each other up. Like I said, we get some jokes off about people or whatever like mm-hmm. that. But at the end of the day, this show is about building folks up. And, and there's right. people out here, you know, Jules, that they'll use a platform to throw people under the bus. And I don't respect that. No. You know, it's like I said, all out of fun. There's nothing malicious in it. A little couple shots, jokes here and there, but uh, the premise and the the, the 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 what we try to accomplish is building and educating. I mean, I don't well, like I said, we don't do well with backstabbing. It's enough of that to go around. It's enough of that that's going on, uh-huh. and that's what we need to get rid of because the day and age, the world is just since COVID, the world is just. Is is it's 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 ugly out here, and people like I said, people just trying to feed off, just trying to come up on other people's pain or misery or or stuff stuff that's in a closet or whatever the case may be. 
you know, and just try to become famous of, you know, talking about somebody else, but talk about yourself. You know what hmm. I'm saying? Tell your tell your skeletons. We all have them. Hmm. But tell yours. You so quick to tell somebody else's. So tell your skeletons. Mm-hmm. Or let somebody else tell your skeletons. See how you feel. Whew. You know what I'm saying? Talk to Jules. Talk to Jules. Man, that's the problem, man. Two people want to, too many people just just are not, you know, we, we gotta we gotta go back to humanity and caring for one another, not tearing each other down, especially two brothers. These two brothers here, Will and, and, and Dwayne. Who cares if they if they are getting it on? Who cares? Let them do it in the, you know. And and obviously they if they were doing that shit, they would be indiscreet about it. This ain't got nothing to do with you, bro. What you barge into somebody's room for anyway? If that's mm-hmm. if you if that story is the way that you claim it happened, why are you barge into somebody's damn room? Like what you doing, bro? Right. Who knows? Maybe maybe you want to turn. Who knows? And they wouldn't give it to him. I mean, prayers. I mean, <laughs> you never know, right? They never know, man. I just feel like, man, Will Smith has caught so many strays this year. Oh, it's fucked up. Because now when you think about Will Smith now, dude, they have turned him into a damn parody. A joke. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that for him. Now, Will Smith, man, that dude is a legend in the game. His wife made him a joke, and now you got this assistant out here throwing shots at him, and now people are going to sit up here and be making all these little, little one-handed jokes about that, which I'm not doing all that. I'm just saying that the guy that went on Tasha K's show, I hope he gets the shit suit out of him. And he Tasha should. K... And her ball headed ass too. Mm-hmm. And she should, and and it's like I say, it's gonna happen. They, you know, it could be a settlement. I'm not sure. You know, you know, there's the games of you know somebody's bank filing bankrupt or whatever the case may be. But still, you need to take a, a need a lesson on. You know, you don't spread stuff like that. I mean, you don't spread stuff like that. Let, let, let's be honest. That's that's none of your business. It's none of your business. Now, if he did something to you personally, or whatever the case may be, if you want to, you know, I know they like to do books or whatever the case, you know, okay. And there's concrete evidence and proof. And, you know, he, you know, he's supposed to get some type of money and you never, he never paid you or he was mean or something. Oh, I mean, okay. But this right here, man, no, nah, man, that, you know, I'm not. I don't drive with it, man. I don't drive to with me, it. To me, it just comes off like you got some sort of an axe to grind. You're trying to sell right. a book. Right. You want some five or ten minutes of fame or 15 minutes of fame. It, it's something, right? You're using it at the expense of somebody else, which mm-hmm. I just don't respect. You know? No. It's because he has no talent. Nobody cares about you. No. So the only way that you're going to get people to listen is by throwing somebody else under the bus. Mm-mm. It's fucked up. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't respect that shit. No. Get and- some damn talent, bro. And it's not going to work because Jada tried doing that. I don't think anybody bought. I don't think anybody buy that bought that book. I don't think. Well, you got some weirdos about that damn book, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's going to do as much as she you know, right. intended. What she was anticipating, You're right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know one person that ain't buying it is me over here. No. Uh-uh. This no. thing is filth. It's filth. Right now, I don't buy garbage. No, sir. Well, I can't say I've never bought garbage. I bought some garbage things in this life. Oh well, yeah. But I ain't buying that book. No. All right, let's get to our listener letter, and then after our listener letter, we're going to get into some very, very toxic individuals. Uh We got some shit on deck for y'all. But the listener letter this week comes up from Tiffany. Mm. Tiffany says, fellas, 
I've been with my live-in boyfriend for six years now. She said, during the last few months, he's been starting to stay out late at night and has been choosing his friends over me. He even snaps at me when he talks to me at all and doesn't want to be around me, it seems. We have always gone everywhere together and shared our friendships with each other. She said, now there's an age gap of 12 years between us. He's older, but that has never been a problem in the past. I left him for a month last year when I caught him talking to another woman through Facebook Messenger, non-platonic talk. Okay. That month, I did a lot of soul searching and set boundaries. Because of past failed relationships, I've learned how to stand up and voice my opinion and care for myself emotionally. I guess my question for you guys is this. Should I be concerned? Keep trying to communicate my feelings to him? Or move on with my life. I feel like I always put him ahead of anyone other than my children and God, but he doesn't seem to give me the same respect in return. Mm, I don't know. I think uh, you look at this, Tiffany. You live in boyfriend for six years. It, it, here's the thing: you, you will know if somebody genuinely have your back, genuinely have your heart, genuinely respect you and appreciate you and this right here him snapping snapping on her don't want to be around don't be around her you know he's older which he should know better you know talking to a female on facebook i mean first here's the thing i mean i ain't gonna i ain't gonna dance around this you, you look your heart won't won't take won't steer you wrong, and if you feel like there's some problems, address it. If not, uh, at least address it, and make sure it, you know you get your vo your your point across and your views and how you feel it across, so he would know where you at, and what you're thinking and and where you at with this relationship. And if not, if he's not showing any actions or improvement or whatever, then you know what you need to do. But I'm looking at this. First of all, it was a red flag when living more than six years and he ain't married you. That's, you, you know, hey, huh. hey, hey, that's, we, a we, long we, time. that's a long time. Bro. So uh, you can you can listen. Communication is the key. You can always try to communicate. But if there's no action behind him. Uh, try to work things better. I, I will say here's my thing. I will say keep. Uh, communicate with him. Let him know her, her feelings, and 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 if he's not willing to work and put in work to to meet her halfway or to make things better, then you know no need no need to even prolong this uh, relationship. Hey Jules, I agree. <laughs> like you say, ain't no ain't no point in dancing around this one. So, mm -hmm. a couple of things stood out to me. The the living boyfriend part, yeah, okay, six years that's a long time. Sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to know you know what they want. But that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. The stand out late, I mean, Tiffany, you know what that is. I mean, it doesn't oh, take, and I, and I don't want to, you know, insult your intelligence, but I mm -hmm. think you know what's going on there. Mm -hmm. And it prompted you to go looking for things, and then you found it with him chatting and talking with another woman, and you said it was non-platonic talk. So you got the one flag that he hasn't committed to you long term. The second flag, he started to stay out late at night. He don't want you to come out with his friends. Well, what do you think is going on? Mm -mm. Then you see the information where he's talking to another woman, right? So that means that he's out here doing things and he's not being right to you. You talked about some of your past relationships 
and how you've tried to heal from those, but you're not going to totally be able to heal from that trauma until you get rid of the person that you're with now that's causing you even more of that. Yes. I just don't think that he's worth it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I don't know the guy, but he don't seem worth it. He don't seem much, if you ask me. It seems like he's taking you for granted. He kind of sits here and thinks, that, okay, she's been here. She ain't going nowhere. Like, what's changed? If you guys shared your friendships before, why is it now that when he's going out that you can't be out with him too? Like, that's not cool. She should be, you, you should be able to come out with him when he's out with his fellas anyway. Not all the time, but every once in a while, you know, right. it should be okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I do agree that there's sometimes that couples should have time apart. That's okay, right? You should have that. But I don't think it should be all the time. And if that's what he's doing, then I think there's a red flag there. Also, do your children live with you? Because I also think that's a red flag, too, if he's disrespecting you with the kids around. They don't need to see that. Whether you have that's a true. son or a daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. He's supposed to be a, a quote-unquote father figure. I don't know the relationship that he has with the kids. But, you know, it, it can't be that good if he's barely talking to you. And when he does talk to you, it's disrespectful in nature. The kids are probably saying that. Do you have problems with their behavior and how they treat you? I just think you need to just go ahead and move on. Mm, okay. I okay. don't think he's worth it, Jules. No, I feel you. Back. Hey, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. They, they, the ball's always in their court. And, hey, that, that's why I say prayers, man. You're, you, I mean, pretty much you know when somebody's feeling you. And when you don't have that feeling, and you know, the – you can ask the question, but if he's still showing you, he, then like you said, man, it, it, it's time. It's time to move on, man. So, right, I, huh, Tiffany, you, you know, got some soul searching to do and see where where this, what, what you're gonna do with it. But uh, both of us are saying, you know, prayer definitely saying, go ahead and do your thing. You know, what I'm saying, hey, if you want to talk to him one more time and see what's up. But me, like I said, you 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 got the flags, so mm-hmm. mm. and, and they flying sixty degree yes. mile power. Yeah, when they came off, she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna live with him for six years, and we're not married." I'm like, Oof, "Okay, my man, contempt." He, he, and it's the thing: she leaves him for a month, and he probably sweet talked her to get back, you know, to get back with him, and then he's doing the same shit all over again. It's a cycle. Yeah. And listen, I told these people on this show, when I speak out passionate about something, it's because I see something that I used to do. And I'm telling her to run. <laughs> that man needs, he needs some time to heal because mm-hmm. he got problems. Mm-hmm. And I talk to people about how I had to go to therapy. I'm going I'm to have a real conversation with the audience real quick. Okay. When I read something like this from this man, he's not ready for the type of relationship that she wants. So he's doing things to push her away. Mm, okay. It's intentional. So the thing is, there's something in him that's holding him back. There's something in him that has not been addressed. And he's going to continue to treat you that way until he either addresses that or until he learns the hard way, meaning you leave and don't come back. See, through losses, when people make the changes that are necessary to be better. And it sucks mm. that it has to be that way. But, Tiffany, I think you need to choose you on this one. Yeah, that's good. He, he ain't right, man. He ain't mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Speaking about somebody else today, right? Allegedly. Uh oh. So, but your boy Diddy. 
Well, I mean, Diddy been Diddy been Bad Diddy boy. for a long time. Bad boy, take that. He's telling you. So you try to tell you back in the day. Y'all knew it is. Take that. Take that. A lot of cats done came out against Diddy over the years. You know, uh-huh. he had problems with Mace, uh, One Twelve, and Black Rob, Black right, right. Loon. And, I mean. When you got that much smoke, there's fire. True but the thing with with with, uh, with Cassie, what was what's the name, Press? Cassie. Cassie. For her coming out talking about, you know, what Diddy have done, you know, with her for the past years. We're not taking what she's saying uh lightly or 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 not believing or anything like that. There's an accusation, and we just don't know. I mean, only you know, God, you know, God knows and them two know. So with that. I, you know, they've been in the relationship for a long time, Perez, right? Yeah, it ended in 2018, but in 2018. according to her, not long after she met him back in 2005, mm-hmm. when she was 19. Okay. They started, you know, doing yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. But what she's basically accusing him of is rape and repeated physical abuse over a decade. Those are not things to play with. No. And, and I will tell you, women, don't do that shit. Because that's a stain that it's impossible for anybody to ever be able to get off of them when you falsely accuse someone of doing something to you. And in this situation here, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt because okay. I look at right. it like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Jules, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And we've seen so many examples with Diddy of him not being a good person. All right. right. And me personally, I've never really rocked with him. I've kind of thought he was a certified weirdo. I mean, when you think back to what happened with the Tupac and Biggie stuff, right? I always thought that he had something to do with Tupac's death. I also thought that he was a little fake when Biggie died. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he was all that upset over that situation. I feel like he used that to make money. He got rich when when Biggie died. It made him money. Right. Right. And what did he do? He sit up here making albums and dancing in the rain and doing all that stupid ass shit. I, was, I just didn't take him serious. When you look at a guy like Diddy, it's all about him, all about enriching himself, which is the opposite of how you and I rock. Because if you and I got to that point where we had all this money, why are you, why are you fucking your artist over? Mm-mm. Right. Come on, man. That's this, it's fucked up. I understand. Listen, in business, you got to be shrewd, but you could also be fair as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, you ain't getting me no butthole. But is this probably the reason why he came out and, and gave the uh the artists back their catalogs? Oh, 100%, Jules. You know, I honestly, when I saw that, I'm like, what's getting ready to drop? Right. What's getting ready to drop? Why are you doing that now all of a sudden? You should have been did that. I Me, mean, personally, I don't understand why the artists don't own catalogs anyway in the first place. It's their work. Well, sometimes you got to see the deals of these guys. Oh, true, true, true. A lot true, of times true. these artists, man, they come from nothing. Right. So they're going to sign the first piece of something you put in front of them. True. True. That's right. You're right. They're not savvy. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And they get fucked over. <laughs> and Diddy fucked a lot of these people over. Because listen, he knows the industry. He got the lawyers backing him up. And you got some poor kid from the hood. And he going to say, oh, yeah, just sign it, man. We're going to take care of you, man. We're going to give you a deal. And all they thinking of is, oh, I'm about to sign a bad boy. Hell yeah, I'm about to get my bad boy check. <laughs> you just signed your life away, boy. <laughs> Bad boy check. 
<laughs> man. So Cassie have some questionable, uh, questionable type uh, pass around of having other type of lawsuits, sexual lawsuits with a couple other artists, and 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 it goes. See, when I hear stuff like this, Brez, it's it's you know the whole. I think of Bill Cosby, and I think of um, he been in the industry for my God, <laughs> for let's just say for a very long time, and then. All of a sudden, I mean, just out of the blue, you just all these allegations like, wow, some back from the 60s or 70s. I'm like, man, where are you what? You know, and then and, uh, with Cassie's point where she's been uh, allegedly been, been assaulted and sexually assaulted into the for, for the past decade. And it's like sometimes you, you have these doubts, you know, and it's like, why? Why? It's it's that's a big gap of, of being quiet when somebody done something like that to you. That's that's one of the I don't know personally, but I've interviewed people who have been done, you know, have that done to them. And it's it's a violent act on on that person. And it's not good and to hold that for that long. It's just. I, that's it. I, I would I could never understand it. I can't. But uh, I would just say this. If something like that was to go on. Don't let that go on for that long. Don't let the, you know, tell the first first person, as soon as you get out, as soon as you can tell somebody, authority or family member or something, something like that, if if that was the truth, if that was allegedly happening, you know, definitely let somebody know. To hold that thing for 10 years, to come out to tell somebody now and then have a lawsuit about it. And then, then there's a book, you know, then it's like, okay, what, what are we doing? All right. Another question on like what was going on here? Another book, another lawsuit. Then it goes to then then you then you shaping this narrative like okay, well, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a payday from we got people out here who really been through this, been through something like that, and then they're not getting a deal out of this. They're getting the the memories and had to have counseling and stuff to help them go through it, live with this situation. So I hope you know. Here's the thing. I pray. <laughs> I, I hope this isn't real. I hope she, you know, just upset. And I, I mean, like you said, press, you shouldn't put this on anybody because it's not good. But I, I, I hope if this happened, that she doing this and 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 try to be strong for an, another victim who's going through something and who can speak out. That's I think is the best way to doing this. If this is if this is one hundred percent true, so. Uh, again, just like the Will Smith and Dwayne Martin uh, rumor with Cassie and, and Diddy. Listen, if he didn't do it, drop this. Drop it. Don't play with this. And if he did do it, then his day will come. But, you know, be an advocate for people out there who's going through this so they can speak out, you know, sooner. So, Jules, you said a lot there. I want to unpack a couple of the things you said. The first piece, you talked about Bill Cosby. And... For me, that's always been a tough one, right? Because mm -hmm. I felt at times with the Bill Cosby situation that Bill Cosby put himself in that spot, right? Oh, Bill. You know, you out here in depositions admitting <laughs> to putting things in people's tricks, right? Yes, yes, he did. That's where you got yourself popped off, Bill. So you can say one thing about people not speaking up and not coming forward. 
I can't speak to that part of it. But I will say of the situation with Cassie. What did we just tell Tiffany? She's been with that guy for six years. Mm -hmm. He probably hasn't been the best towards her, but she's still there, right? And you know why she is? Because emotional abuse tools, those people, the manipulators and the guys that are abusing the person, they have a hold of that person. And honestly, what it sounds like with Diddy, he's a powerful man. He's a billionaire. So it ain't going to be so quick for her to just say, I'm going to come out and say that he did. This is. Do you realize how hard that has to be for her to come out against somebody like him with that type of power? I mean, let's, let's not joke here, but mm-hmm. he could have her killed if he wanted to. Well, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time he's it been led be. to have somebody killed. Yeah. You're right, Fred. So to your point, and that's why I brought up the thing, you know, for me, when people accuse you of things, you can't be playing with people's lives. You can't be you can't be playing with people's names. However, I do want women, and I want any women that listen to this show or men, mm-hmm. if something has happened to you, I want you to sit here and come forward and be able to speak and tell your truth. See, a lot of times people don't come forward, man, because they are embarrassed, they're ashamed, and they also don't think that people are going to believe them. So I could imagine if something happened to me, right, and I'm already dealing with that. Then when I do come out and people are looking at me like, man, your ass lying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that just further adds to your to your situation. And so I think that's pretty much why sometimes it takes people a long time to finally come out. And I don't know what changed for her, but maybe it was a situation where she's like, fuck this. I'm, I'm tired of sitting here and watching him get celebrated out here and he's not a good person. Okay. I think a lot of times it could come down to something as simple as that. Obviously, I'm speaking for her. She hasn't right. said why she did it. Right. But I just wanted to make sure that I was speaking on that other side of the, of the of the coin as well. Bill Cosby, hey, man, he admitted to a lot of that stuff that he did. And for me, when I look at that, I'm like, Bill, man, you had a lovely wife. You had daughters. Imagine, man, if, if somebody did that shit to his daughter. He wouldn't appreciate that. No. And I think that's the thing that we got we, we to take into consideration with the situation. But now with Diddy, when I'm hearing this type of stuff, when you with this woman, you break into her house and rape her, allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, what kind of shit is that? She's talking about how he, like, had male prostitutes, like, fucking her, and, and, and he was, like, basically making her have sex with people. Now, if this type of stuff is true, man, then that makes you wonder... What kind of cat is, is Diddy? What kind of shit are you on that this is your woman and you want to sit here and watch other people fuck her? I never understood that shit. No. no. I'm just saying, man, I'm not with this 2023 stuff, bro. Like, it'd be dudes legit that be out here like, yeah, man, you want to fuck my girl? Like, what? Hmm. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, trick question here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you about to up the gat on me? Like, what? Right. What? Uh, she, I know, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm good on that. I'm good on yeah. That. And even mm. in her statement, she did say after years of silence and darkness, she said she was finally ready to tell her story. Okay. So, okay. And right. she says she's doing that for the benefit of women who face violence and abuse in their relationships. Okay. Right, so There we go. There I we do go. agree. That there's probably women out here that aren't strong enough to speak up. So yeah, okay, okay, Cassie, if this is true, then you have given 
a little motivation and also strength to women that are going through this type of things. Okay. But what I fear with situations like this, Jules, are the people out here that are opportunists and they who they know who they are. Right. I'm not trying to say Cassie's one of them, but there are opportunists out here that when they will take a situation like this and try to use it to their advantage. That's yeah. the shit that I don't rock with. Right. Yeah, you and me both. That's why it was questionable with a couple other lawsuits you had come out and 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 the possible uh, book or whatever that does things like okay then then people look at that like hey wait a minute wait a minute is this is this for are you really did this really happen or are you just trying to you know trying to try to come up on some bread so yeah and to the point that you made earlier she does have a lot of civil suits that mm-hmm. have been filed doesn't mean that they're not true I mean you look true. at the people involved these are all powerful people in the industry and I guarantee you, Jules, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in that music industry that we don't even have oh, the, the fundamental understanding dude, of. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Man, you ain't kidding. I and mean, they, I talk even... about it, they talk about it in Hollywood with that cast, that casting couch. They don't tell what women have to do on that casting couch when they auditioned for a role. Dude, yeah, you're right in the A. I, 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 you know, some, some instances, I believe that stuff. <laughs> you want this role and now, some things, hey, you know, like you said, somebody's struggling and trying to get on and try to get some money they need to provide for themselves or kids or family, whatever. You know, some some people do what they got to do to get that. But I, I man, man prayers. I some of the things. I, this is one of the things. I don't. Hey, I don't even know what what's going on behind closed doors, man. It's just crazy for me like mm-hmm. that. Like, he got with her when she was 19. Dude, come on, man. Think about it. He a grown-ass man that experienced the world. She's 19 and naive. He well, groomed her. Let's he, just think about right. that, Jules. If you and I, at, at the knowledge that we have at our age, and we were to mess with a girl that age, come think about how much game that we have and we know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's child's play, literally. Well... Who's he? He messed with somebody now that's young still. What, what he, who young he messing with now? Yeah, she was in her twenties. Yeah, they got like an open relationship. Yeah. Mm. But he's seventeen years older than her, man. And I'm not trying to sit over here and take shots because I know that there's people out here that they date younger, they date older. But at least let the person experience life first before you <laughs> before you go down that road with them. Right. But she's. She's basically accusing him of beatings, forced her to cut her hair. Like, just, it's just a lot of stuff in here, man. It's just like, you know, when people make allegations like this, you know, sometimes you're just like, damn, did he do all this stuff? And if he did, you're like, damn, man. Because I, I, I'm just going to say it like this, Jules. She would have to have some sort of a vivid imagination for all the stuff that she's accusing him of. Yeah. There's a lot of specifics. Yeah. Okay. She talked about how he dangled one of her friends out of a 17th floor hotel balcony. That seemed like some shit Puffy would do. Yeah, that's a scene off the five RB tag. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, his office hours are nine to five. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Big red. That's right. He said, <laughs> excuse me, ladies. <laughs> right. He's so polite with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, and you look at this and you, you you go and it goes to show, like, 
type of character this cat is. Is like if you have a lot of artists that talks about you, old women that come out and say this about you, and you know, you know, then it goes to show like, well, you know, who is who is Sean Cobes? Who is P Diddy? Who's Brother Love? Who is this cat? You know, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? who is this guy? You know, he's worth a billion dollars. Okay, he's a rich man. He can get things done. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's women who just do whatever he says. But character is what what really what 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 tells you about a person, and he can't hide that. He in front of the cameras, he can be he can be nice, he can be respectful, he can be genuine, but but your character it'll speak, and and it'll and if this if this is true, it'll, it'll come out. You know what though, Jules. I think for me, it's just like, if there had been so much stuff with Puffy in the past, maybe mm -hmm. I could say, you know what, well, let's sit back and let, let's let him have his time at court with all this. But you remember the situation that happened a long time ago when he was at that nightclub and it was Jim and J-Lo and Sean with that damn gun. Okay, And right. they had Sean take the fucking, mm -hmm. basically, and Sean had a, a previous record. Sean right. did years in prison because of Puff. For basically saying a gun that probably wasn't his belonged to him. And they said it was Puffy's gun. And that's when J-Lo had the, the, the sense, because, you know, she leave guys in a heartbeat. She had the sense to get away from Puffy in that movie. She's like, nah, this motherfucker over here with guns and playing around. Like, I got yeah. right? That's a rat. Nobody. Right. She, that's a rat. You're right about that. I forgot about that. Man, that was, that was a while ago. But, mm -hmm. yeah. And then what happened to Shine's career? That was that was it. You ain't heard nothing from Sean. Mm -mm. Man, he came out with that one track was on fire, and that, that was shit was awesome. Uh -huh. That was a rap. So I mean, look at Mace. He fucked Mace over so bad. Mace had to become a pastor for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now he doing. He got a sports show now with, yeah, uh, with Cam. Yeah. Yep, they killing that shit too. Yeah. But you know another <laughs> thing too, Jules with, with Diddy. Kim Porter, the mother of his children. Oh, yes, yes. She passed away under some really uh, mysterious circumstances. I'm wondering and hoping that he had nothing to do with that woman dying. It just seems so odd. So just out the blue, like, yeah, Kim mm -hmm. Porter, you know, uh, mother to uh, a former uh, girlfriend, Sean Combs, you know, died, mysteriously died. It's like... She was young. I mean, I don't think you know. I don't know her shape. Yeah, I don't know her medical history. But what what happened there? So that's it's why we got sometimes we, we. I'm telling you, he it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a mm -hmm. lot circling this guy. This ain't no one off. No, no. It's it's it, like I say, man. You want to see a man's character give them give him power. You test a man's character, give him power, and. All these people and artists, you know, people surround themselves and how he come, Biggie's gone, Kim's gone, uh, 112 and all the other artists that helped build Bad Boy no longer around. Cassie's putting the beef against him. But I mean, he giving, he's giving back the, 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 the catalogs to his art. Of course, Keefe D got pinched for the Tupac murder and, sure did. you know, there's a, uh, you look down though the history of it then you know puffy was hiring crips i believe when he would come to vegas Ooh, and smoke their fire man 
In the situation with Kim Porter, the autopsy says that she died of some sort of pneumonia. But you remember, I'll be sure. And he basically at the time claimed that he thought that Puffy had something to do with it, allegedly, because I want to make sure people know allegedly. Mm-hmm. However, I'll be sure said he wasn't buying it. And he asked for law enforcement to reinvestigate what took place for her death. I mean, I've known people, uh, James Brown died of pneumonia, but James Brown was was older. Yes. You know what I'm saying? With this one, is like, okay, wait a minute. Normally, people pass away from pneumonia because they was dealing with cancer or something else. So, I'll be sure it's 100% correctly for a second opinion, for a second autopsy. And if there's some foul play when they need to come to light and hold that person you know, accountable because it's a young mother, a young woman, uh, successful and all that stuff. If there's some foul play when they need to come out, it's messed up because the life is gone. And it may be for, for what, really? If it's if it was foul play. Well, let's think about this. She was writing a tell-all book of her life. Mm. She mysteriously dies and the computer has disappeared. Huh. Mm. <laughs> Ooh-wee. There's a lot going on. And I'll tell y'all, your boy Prez is in his bag right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I see. <laughs> Man, we hear you, Prez. <laughs> How about I'll be sure he turned up sick for a couple months after he right. claimed that, that Diddy did that. Come on now, this. Y'all, y'all, y'all come to Four Pod today? Ooh. Okay. Y'all better stop ignoring the facts that are in front of you about this man. Ooh, there's a lot I of never flags. trust him. Never there's trust a lot him. of flags, Prez. There's a lot of flags, and they, they flying, boy. They there's flying. yellow flags all over the field right now. Ooh. Where mine's at? I'm going to throw mine. <laughs> <laughs> you were shooting the bill earlier, Jules, over there. See, you don't want to get me fired up. I'm like, no, Jules, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of another toxic dude. Uh-oh. Draymond Green. Oh, man, that guy's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> he needs to go to therapy, bro. Yes, he needs it. <laughs> why are you so damn angry? But then when you look at the, when you when he looks at himself in the mirror, Jules, that's probably why he's so goddamn mad. <laughs> that is an ugly motherfucker, well, bro. I- I'm no Harry Belafonte, but I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, but you, man, got, you got the voice of Velvet, though. My man, my man's a little rough. I'm, you know, I'm. I know he's glad he's a basketball player. Man, <laughs> sheesh, that's the only way he got that girl that he got now. It's because he throw a basketball through a nut. But the, I hey, with, I'm just, I'm just trying to right. say that that's why he's so damn angry. Right. I mean, because half the because if you look at half the dudes that he be getting into altercations with, I'm like, are you jealous of this person? Yeah, they seem to be light skin. It's always a light skin cat. <laughs> it probably reminds him of all the light skin cats used to take his girls back before he became a basketball player. Probably, and you know he don't even need that though, Press. The chocolates is there. We 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 we've been kidding it for a long time. But some some of us, not him. I don't. <laughs> not Draymond. We don't we don't we don't accept him in the fraternity. He's in that that big lip bastard. No, uh-uh, not him. Oh, man. No, sir. Ooh, damn. But you, but you right though about the Chocolate Brothers, man. Tell these ladies, y'all better put some respect on our shit. We been back up in here. Man, we been killing it for a long time. That shit, said, they don't want to know. He said not Draymond. No, not Draymond. He <laughs> <laughs> don't get a seat at our table. Oh, man. I don't care how much proactive he's doing. I don't know, camera, how much chief straightening he's doing. You don't deserve a seat at our table, Draymond. 
Mm. Respect to all them championships you won with Golden State. I, I respect that part. But, man, it's something wrong with that, brother. Man. Yeah. It's something wrong. Yeah, it's something up with him. It's something up with him. You know, all jokes aside, man, it's something is in his, something is going on in his life personally. I mean, from him kicking LeBron in the nuts and getting into it uh, with just different basketball players. I mean, he's been top five in technical in getting technicals I've read since 2015. He, he's the top player of getting technicals. I mean, people who, who don't watch basketball, you have to do something hard foul or something like that deliberately. Argue with the ref. Argue, right. Uh, cursing or, you know, uh, definitely fighting. You know, so he top five. That means he's always getting technical. Uh He's always fighting. But with what we what we talking about today with the chokehold. I mean, Rudy and and Clay was 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 at it. But the way Draymond put him with the way he got him off him with the chokehold and he kept it. Yeah, is what is what is alarming. That was That's, wild. And it's like he was mad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, I'm looking at his face expression. And it looked like he was talking like to, you know, like, you know, and I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It looked like that shit you saw the bully doing the high school. Right. Uh-huh. It's like, well, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute, man. Somebody needs to curve, uh, silver, or uh, uh, hell, David Stern. Somebody need to put his dude coat and like, whoa, wait a minute. Somebody need to somebody need to sit him down. Well, they're they well, they gonna be uh, David Stern. David Stern done passed away. It's gonna oh, be Alvin shit. Silver. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I said this now. Yeah, David Stern. He rested somewhere. Yeah, that's right. I told man. I totally forgot. Man, my hey, recipe. <laughs> yeah, something's going on. Something like I say. Somebody need to come in and uh, put uh, pull uh, Draymond Green coat and really sit him down. Like I say, uh, Silver Kerr, Joe Dumars. Whoever, whoever, someone need to really get investigate and really talk to his brother because his 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 behavior on the court, it's, it seems like it's escalating, Perez. I don't know if you see the same thing, but it's like he's always in some, always fighting, always arguing, always like you say, just just brother, just just angry man. And it's like, well, you know, we need to really, someone really need to kind of sit him down and say, hey, is there anything going on personally? Because we can't, you can't keep this up. Yeah, to your point, I mean, you talked about some of the, the, the famous situations he had. He had to run his with LeBron, even though now they're the best of friends ever, which I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Y'all used to be bitter rivals. Now y'all best friends. But he had the situation where he's kicked dudes in the damn nuts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And all the texts, this, this headlock bullshit that he did with Rudy Gobert. It's just insane, man. I, I just don't understand. And Rudy Gobert, he had the best reaction. He called it clown behavior, and I have to agree with him. Yeah. Because in that moment, okay, Rudy Gobert was the peacemaker. Clay Thompson was getting into it with another guy on the on the Timberwolves. Rudy Gobert was trying to break shit up. Mm-hmm. And then Draymond goes after Rudy Gobert. It's like, what are you doing? And the, the way I was trying to break the shit up. Right. And the way he grabbed him. Yeah. But you know what? He's selective about who he go after. He wouldn't have mm-hmm. done he wouldn't have done all that to certain people. He did that to Rudy Gobert. This 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 Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. There's some guys in the league <laughs> that are black belts in karate. 
I guarantee yeah. you Draymond wouldn't run up on them like that. No, no. You remember James Johnson he used to play for the Bulls back in the day. That dude was a certified black belt. It wasn't too many people in the league that was fucking with him. And you know no. what? Somebody even said something that was kind of interesting. So they said Draymond has 18 ejections in his professional career. They said a majority of them have been when Steph Curry hasn't played. Mm. Okay. So right there, what does that mean? So that means when Steph Curry ain't playing, you fold? Well, that mean when Steph ain't out there, you don't want it as much? Mm. That's interesting. Or as you, you know, you have that and also Steph is he is he's the the person who keep him in line. I don't know. You never know. Right. I don't know. It's um I I I don't know his cat. All right, they got him, they hit him with five the game suspension for what he's done with uh with Rudy Gobert. And I mean something is really going they really need to get a, a hold of this because it seemed like more and more he's he's fighting or arguing or something's going on and it's like you you have to sit the man down and say, Hey, I ain't seen him be no punk press. I mean, what my things was it what what are we fighting about? What we what we upset about? You know, anytime I you know, I get I understand sports. I understand it's competitive and you're trying to win the game. But there's a certain way how you're doing that and how that goes. And 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 this is I know one thing, this is this ain't it. The way he grabbed the way he grabbed Rudy, put him in that headlock, uh that chokehold, no. Nah, I'm surprised he only gave him five games. Truthfully speaking. Yeah, especially it, based off of his history. Yeah, it looks that didn't look right. No. He just didn't get that shit under control. And that's why I blame the Warriors organization, even Steve Kerr. Because you were saying Steve Kerr needs to get under control, but he's mm -hmm. not because he always defends Draymond. He defended Draymond's actions there, said that Rudy had his hands on Clay's neck, and that's why Draymond went after Rudy. I'm like, Steve, you need to really be honest about your player. Right. Right. Come on, bro. And listen, you know this about me, Jules. Hey, I ride with my friends to the end. But man, if I think they did some fuck shit, I'm gonna say something to them. I may mm -hmm. not, you know, I may not say it out outwardly. I'm like, hey, bro, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, you you gotta be honest with your people, man. Mm -hmm. I hope behind closed doors, you having that conversation. You like, look, Dre, we we can't have this. We don't need this. Mm -hmm. We won't need it, right? I mean, last season he stumped Sabonis on his damn chest and shit during a playoff game, right? Just unnecessary. All this shit that he does is so extra and over the top. Just play basketball, bro. Right. That's what I'm like. Just play. Just play ball. I mean, I understand hard. You, you're gonna have hard fouls, mm -hmm. unintentionally. I mean, we're not. You, you shouldn't be forcing hard fouls. I yeah, understand you're trying to go for. <laughs> I, I understand you're trying to go for a ball. You're trying to block a shot, but you hit the guy's wrist or forearm. You know. It was a little hard, but you know, I, I understand. You know, I, I get that. But intentionally stomping people, hitting people in the nuts, uh, choking, pushing, throwing blow. I, man, you got you. <laughs> they they really need to say, hey, they really need to get behind this and see what's going on because you don't want he's a good player. And you want you want him on the team, but you want him when he when he when his head is on straight. And when is that gonna be? Ah, yeah, that's a thing. Where's your fool, man? He's, every time he look, in, every time he look in the mirror, 
<laughs> tell you, that's why he mad. Hey, man, he, if that's the case, did, if that's the case, the then ain't, ain't, ain't no fixing that there. No... Listen, the two things you can't fix is stupid and ugly. Okay. And he got both working to his advantage. <laughs> oh, well, hey, hey, Perez, ain't no need to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, listen, man. For for one while, man, I was like, I was defending Draymond before like this last couple, last couple seasons. I was defending him because I was like, you know what, man? I like how he like stands up to LeBron. I like how he, you know what I'm saying, plays tough. And I love how he's a leader and this and that. Mm -hmm. But then you start to look at him like, wait a minute. All that shit with LeBron, that was fake. Now y'all friends. Now y'all got the same agent. Now you in his wedding. He in your wedding. I'm like, this is weird. Then you see the stuff that you're doing now. You're like, all right, man. You just be an extra, man, for no damn reason. No mm -hmm. damn reason. And this ain't about basketball anymore. But that's my thing. These ain't basketball plays. He's just no. like doing extra shit. Right, right. Well, I'm okay with trash talk. I'm right. okay with physicality. Mm -hmm. But he just he just steps over the line. He's a line stepper, bro. An habitual line an stepper. Habitual line stepper. <laughs> Oh, it's Hollywood press. Yeah, it's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Speaking of Hollywood, Jay-Z, bro. Talk to me, oh, man. Uh -oh. Jay-Z a billionaire out here in these streets. I think yeah, he, he, got little, he got a little he got a little money. He got a little cash, right? He got a little what, money on. What they say, 2.5 billion, I think, for, for our boy Hove. He, he out here killing him. Yeah, he's doing well. But man, but Hove. And, and this is so funny, in the spirit of this episode, we're going to be talking about rebuilding family relationships. But he talked about the fact of he likes <laughs> being able to go home for solace. And he was okay. saying that you want to be around your family because that's where you can get a peace of mind. But okay. he said even his comfort zone can be quickly overshadowed by financial expectations. And he talked about cousins that will be at this grandma's living room saying, yo, man, I got this play that we can do. If you just give me 4800 bucks, I can make you $2 million profit. And Jay-Z kind of poo-pooed at it and basically was like, no, <laughs> I'm not with it. Mm. Well, here's the thing. Uh, $4,800 is chump change. We talking about real chump change to hold to Jay-Z. But I guess I guess it's all about the principle and the delivery or whatever the case may be with, with this man. I think he's just on business mode all the time. Um, if his cousin probably would have came with a plan uh, written down or a perspective or whatever the case may be and and present and I and present this to him and see, hey, this is what is going on and this and that and hope see it and say it's a potential, you know, yeah, this could make some money, this can work or it don't work. I, I think Hove to get all this money and he's not, and he might be stingy with. I'm not sure. I don't know. And maybe he don't expect that from his family, or maybe he's just tight with his family. Maybe this he's just tight with his money, or whatever the case may be. But you know, I, you know, some people saying they should. You know, he has it. He can he can help his cousin. And I'm like, and I, part of me is like, yeah. So let me put. Let me say, if I was if I was Jay Z, my cousin was like, "Hey, you know, I got this thing," and I would hear him out, hear him her out. I would hear him out, right? And I would say, "Okay, what we have, what we got, what you got, okay." 
Now, if I can put my spin on it and say, hey, this is what we can do to, to really sell this thing and make this a success, I'll put my spin on it. If I don't see if it's not going to work, I'm like, ah, because I don't know, man. I don't think this is going to work because of this, this, and this. I just wouldn't just just play, you know what I'm saying, just piece them out like that. So I think maybe that was not maybe that was the problem, the way he he pieced them out, probably. And and you know, but ah I, I either way it goes, Brez. I'm 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 cool with it. You know, I'm cool with it. He 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 said his house is his fortress of solitude. And he don't want to talk about finances, he don't want to talk about the world, he don't want to talk about issues, he don't want to talk about religion, you know, nothing like that. He just wanna come home and just and just relax. I I I I'm with that. I'm with that. So a couple of things he could he probably could handle it. He he could have handled it better on his end, and then his cousin probably could have came with him in a different way. But I I feel I feel Jay-Z when the forest, you know, want to come home and get away from things. That's his fortune solitude, and he just don't want to be bothered by by anything, by anything about the outside world, anything like that in his house. So I I I I'm with him in that, in that, you know, mindset. So, Jules, you bring up a good point. This is my thing. If you are related to anybody that's famous, right? You know mm -hmm. I was related to Bernie Mac in the past before he mm -hmm. ultimately mm -hmm. passed away. The thing that you got to learn with a celebrity family member is they're used to everybody asking them for something. Yes. In their face about, hey, I got this or can I have this? So, for me personally, you don't want to be more of the same of what they're used to. So I just feel like the cousin, unfortunately, Jay-Z, when he started probably listening to him, he probably sounded like everybody else that runs up on him on the street, like, hey, Hove, I got this verse. Hey, Hove, I got this play that we right. might be able to do. Right. He's like, damn, I can't get away from this shit. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much where it was coming from. Now, I know a lot of people, they like, oh, man, that's like a dime for Hove. Yeah. True. But if you look at it, the principle of the situation, did he have a business plan to Jules's point? Or do you just come into him talking about some? you got this play, you got this idea, this all talk? Because for a guy like Jay-Z, he didn't become a billionaire by all talk. No. He became a billionaire no. because he had a business plan. He, What do you always say, Jules? He's a businessman. He's a businessman, right. Well, you can't be no businessman and you giving away $5,000 here, $10,000 here for everybody that's got an idea. Everybody got ideas. I got ideas for days. Mm -hmm. But you got to have a plan behind those ideas. You got to execute on those ideas. So I think a lot of people, y'all need to get out of your feelings with that shit. Right. It's his money at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You can't tell somebody else how to spend their money. And mm -hmm. one of the things with, with Jay-Z, he understands the value of money. And we know that there's so many people when they're famous, they get a little money, then the family thinks that they got money. No. Right. <laughs> the family don't have money. That person has the money. Right. Right. And that's a big thing in the black community. I, I would say white people that I know, I'm not going to speak for all the white people. But the white people I know, they're not like that if their relative is famous. They're just like, oh, man, my, my such and such, he's an NBA. Meanwhile, black folks, if such and such an NBA, they treat it like they in the NBA. They expect to be at the games. They expect to be an NBA All-Star Weekend. They want all the perks. But it don't work like that. And now mm -hmm. when I think about this situation with his cousin, I think his cousin was kind of entitled to come up to him like that. Ain't nobody going to give you money blindly. You right. got to show them what they're investing in. Exactly. Now, and then, now Jules, I was going to say this one more part. Now, Jay-Z invested in Uber in the very beginning. 
He invested two million dollars in Uber. He okay. made seventy million dollars off of that. Nice. But I guarantee you, when new people from Uber came to Jay, yeah, it wasn't no willy nilly ass thing. They right. like, hey, no, we're gonna disrupt the, the industry, and they mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, they put a, they, they, yeah, they ran the taxi cab business out of you know. Yes, they did. Ooh. Yes, they did. And it's crazy because the taxis, they had that entire shit on lock. And they got that shit stashed from them. Man, they did. That's a, I mean, it's a game changer. Like you said, invested $2 million, got back 70 So you know how much Uber's making. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, dude. But, you know, I, it goes to show that, it, it, I was about to say, uh, Press, and then Jay probably know his cousin. Let's be honest. He probably yeah, you know your family. Yeah, you know your family. You probably like what kind of what kind of play? Yeah, I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a how you put my name and money in that. <laughs> but his 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 cousin. But his cousin should know should know family too, and should know. Okay, I got to come to cousin like this. Can yep. we can we sit with his assistant schedule a meeting? Be in a suit, have a plan. PowerPoint, whatever the case may be, uh, and come at him that way, you know. So yeah, I'm, don't, hit I'm with he, don't hit him when he's trying to chill and have some family, time, right? You know what I mean, right? When you, and also too, it's people that sit up here talking about some Jay Z just want to see his family struggle, and I'm sitting here like, bro, I guarantee that cousin ain't struggling, right? He's not struggling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. He's not going to see his family just. My my older brother asked me for money. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not just going to say, all right, I'm, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I, I you know, I'm just a little short or they're going to cut the lights out. And I'm, and if I have it, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you should have balanced your money better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's how shit my brother be saying. I, <laughs> 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 Yeah, dude. He, he he hardcore, man. He's had some people come to him to <laughs> asking him to build them out. My brother be sending them links to Uber, like, hey, uh, Uber, uh, you can get on there and drive. And mm. they they, have a, they even have a food delivery service. Yeah, nice. He, he's 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 cutthroat. He's good. Okay, <laughs> his cousin, his cousin, good. His cousin is good. His cousin trying to get on, but you know, it's a way of doing that. Oh, I, I listen. I agree. Because I'm, I'm on the side of Jay-Z because right. for me personally, Jules and I already told you this. I don't loan people money. If I give you something, I'm not expecting it back, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't loan money because especially when it comes to family, and we're going to get into this here in a second, but that's one of the ways how you can have some real bad issues coming up in family. You don't loan somebody something and they don't get that back to you. That's causing hurt feelings. And money is the root of all evil, as we always say. And it can complicate relationships, not even just loaning somebody money, but investing in something with family, going mm-hmm. into business with family. Yes. I'm, I'm just not do. I'm not doing it. That's why when I went into business, I've done it with you. I've done it with Dub. I'm not doing that with family. Man, come on, man. You imagine like going to, and trying to do something with your family members. They take that shit for granted because you family. I ain't got time for that. When mm-hmm. I want something done, Jules, you know how I operate. I want it done. Yeah, I got time yes, for you. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go see my baby mama real quick, and then I got no. I don't care about all that. <laughs> we got somewhere to be right now. 
Mm-hmm. We got a show to do. We got a move to make. And see, that's sometimes with family, like, they get shit twisted. So I can understand why Jay-Z wasn't trying to do all that. He's like, I'm not trying to get caught up in all this shit you're doing, man. <laughs> no. No, he, you know, he, 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 like you said, Prez, you know how many people and and business partners and 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 you know how much the business stuff he just he go to he got he go through all his mm-hmm. businesses uh the lawyers and CEOs and luncheons and flying places and I I can only imagine I can only yeah. imagine you know you get home that's the last thing you want to do is talk about work. Yeah, the last thing you try to do when you're around family is be pitched. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cuz, I got a... Oh, my God. You're like, for real? Damn. I'm trying to get away from that. I, I get pitched all day when everybody got all these ideas. So, I, listen, I'm with Jay-Z on that one, man. I, I just... I, I don't look at it the way everybody get all emotional. Like, oh, that's family. You Listen, bruh. <laughs> just like that person worked to put themselves on, you got to do the same thing. And uh, nobody owes you anything. That's just the way that I look at it. Just because I'm family with somebody don't mean that they owe me anything. Mm-hmm. If they decide to put me on or they decide to do something, God bless them. If they don't, God bless them. All right. We're still good. We're still good. Exactly. We're still good. But with this episode we're doing today, though, Jules, I thought this would be a good one, especially when during the holidays, right? Where we see a lot of families where they're kind of divided, things are split up. A lot of bullshit doesn't happen since the pandemic. And I wanted to do this episode just in case there's people out here right now that have conflict with people in the family. We want to give you guys some ideas on just some things to do to try to bridge that gap. But we want to share some of our own personal stories. Because, like, I feel like it's not applicable unless you hear from people on kind of how they overcame some of their own struggles. Because when I look at family, Jules, I think that that should be the place where you go to for support. The place mm-hmm. where you go to for solace, like with Jay-Z and his situation. He's going over to Grandma's house because he just want to chill. He want to get away from the rat race of life. However, unfortunately, in today's times, many people that are looking for that source of comfort and solace and acceptance with family, they're not finding it. And a lot of times, man, family, at least from my vantage point, Jules, families and their family units aren't like what they used to be back in the day. I will tell you 100% when I was growing up, our family was much stronger when I was a kid in the 80s yes. than where things are now in 2023. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, you know what, Press? You're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. Because we have looked at Forrest in, in the black community back in the in the 50s and 60s, the, the, the household, the family structure in the household was, you know, 80%. I mean, the, the father was in the household and the mother, two family household and with the kids and all that stuff. It was a more unity, a more, you know, say united family structure. Uh, then, you know, us also coming up in the late seventies and eighties, uh, far as the family structure was strong. So like you said, press 2023 single family household, the mother is, is the, the, uh, the, uh, primary, uh, parent, in the household who's working, probably working two jobs, uh, raising the kids. She's trying to do everything on the father's part is not around or not playing, you know, pulling his weight because he's not being brought up 
and a suitable uh, household upbringing. So the destruction and that and that right there is huge because who's teaching who's teaching the next generation? And it's it's scary because it's like how do you how do you combat that? I mean, how do you not how do you fix it? They're, like I said, the next generation, and if nobody's raising them, or if they're getting the bad intel or bad information, we can overcome that uh, only through uh, education and teaching, and and morals and values, and uh, you know wisdom from from the elders, and you know, and and we can chase this around. But it's just it takes you, it takes a village, it takes a a, a person to kind of set that and set that you know forward and and kind of change the outlook on that. And then now we see it a big difference and it and it's and it's ugly. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to do this episode, like I said, especially with the holidays coming up, because mm-hmm. I just know for me just personally, I look back on just certain times as a kid or just certain times of life, and I have that nostalgia. And and that's stuff that we should all have, right? The inner part of you that remembers like some of those lighthearted moments in life when life was simpler. Mm-hmm. Before family dramas, before, you know, things in life happen to distance you from a particular sibling or a relative, because everyone has it. I have so many people recently that have come to me and they're like, hey, me and my sister, we're not talking because X, Y, Z happened. And I just had recently where a friend came up to me and said, hey, my brother and I, we're not seeing eye to eye. Mm. And there's so much of this right now in family where you have this division. And, yeah, maybe social media could have something to do with it, but I just feel like a lot of it, though, is just has to do with the fact that there's sometimes people, they have deep-seated things that they carry, which is why I always talk about therapy and why it's important, because I know a lot of people carry a lot of things. And, they, and when you carry burdens and when you carry crosses, what do you think is going to happen? If you have some deep-seated animosity, about something that happened a long, long time ago, <laughs> it's going to come out at the most inopportune time, where it's going to come out at a time random as fuck. And then you're going to say or do something that you can't take back, and then what's that going to do with that relationship with the individual? Mm-hmm. It strains that relationship. Think about how many times, Jules, where you'll say to somebody, oh, man, you won't think, well, it's just words, or you'll say, well, you made a mistake before, too. And you can say to that person, yeah, I made a mistake, and I've had to atone for those mistakes. And just because somebody makes a mistake, some people may feel, just because you're my family, I don't have to forgive you. Just because you're my family don't mean that we need to be close or maintain a relationship. I feel like that's what we're getting from people right now, where they're just like, I'm not treating my family no different than the person over here. If you do something that, that I don't rock with, then fuck you. And for me, it's painful to like to see where families are, even in my own family today. We have some division that happened in the family with my grandmother passed, and I I fear, Jules, that our family dynamic will never be what it was. And it, it hurts because these are the people that you should be able to, if, if there's nobody else in the world, these are the people that you should be like, hey, these people over here, they're my corner. They love me unconditionally. Right. But unfortunately, in my situation, I can't say that. Mm. and it's tough and one of the things that I've done personally through all the bullshit that's been going on with our family right now 
is I've tried to take time to reflect on everything. Because I feel like, Jules, from the situations that I've been in the past that have been really bad as far as, like, friendships that haven't progressed is because you'll say something in the heat of the moment, and guess what? That fucks things up forever. So with my situation with the fam, I've tried to, like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to think back on some of the stuff that's happened and then see how we can kind of come back together and try to bridge the gap on things. Because sometimes, man, if you don't take the steps to just kind of look within, how are you going to fix a relationship if you're not looking at your part of how you led to maybe the communication breakdown? Because that's all it is. A lot of these situations, people don't realize, Jules, the situation with my friends that they brought up when they're not talking to their brother, they're talking to their sister. That's because of a communication breakdown. But you got to look at your part that you played in that. And a lot of people are willing to do that. Because if you want somebody back in your life, you'll be willing to do that kind of stuff. And you'll be able to articulate to that person why it's important that you want that person to get back into your life. But then you'll take steps to ensure that you and that person can speak again. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Jules, in my situation, I've tried to sit out an olive branch. And that hasn't worked. And unfortunately... I'm collateral damage in the situation that's going on with my family. Whereas they're upset with someone that's not me in the family, but because that person is close to me, by contrast, they're going to drag me into it as well. Even though I had nothing to do with the situation that they're upset about. Right. You know, those right there, uh, uh, the biggest part, it, I, you know, I see this a lot at work. Where I domestics is probably one of the number one calls I go on. Fathers fighting mothers or sons or daughters. Mother fighting sons or daughters or father. Sons fighting mother or father or stepfather, whatever the case may be. Brothers going at it with each other. Cousins going at it with cousins. And I get there and I call those, you know, and I I say, we do not know how to deal with things peacefully and civil. Conflict resolutions is, is, you know, you know, you you living with someone and Sometimes things get, you know, get rough and get get tired of one another. But to to fight and not forgive, it's 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 you know, it's and it could be over some of the smallest things. And so me to say all that, to say this, I look at I look at that and nobody is te- somebody from that family haven't taught how to th- how to deal things civilly. I mean, you got to be, sometimes you got to be taught that. You got to be taught, you know, you have fights, you have arguments, but how we come back and, 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 and solve this and, and move on from it. Um, That's why I say we need, uh, that's why I say, you know, wisdom is needed 
in a lot of these households because you can you can you can you can solve a lot of things. I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but you can solve a lot of things. When, whereas when you talked about how you get into it with your family member or whatever the case may be, and you came to that person and you say, hey, um, I, I take my responsibility on my actions. If that person that refused to forgive at this moment, then you did all you, you can do. Mm-hmm. You just wish the best for the person and and move on. I I, I it's it's kind of hard for me to a lot of things I do, and my is and how I respond to things because of my beliefs. And if I feel that, if 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 God who 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 sacrificed Himself for for all of our sins, if He haven't forgiven us, we'll we'll all be in trouble. And that's my faith. And so if if somebody did something to me, he come and come to me and apologize. And if I refuse to forgive that person, then I'm I'm you know, I'm 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 just didn't I'm the problem. I was, you know, Prez, I talked about things that happened in, in my childhood and mm-hmm. growing up growing up and dealing with the family member what who who has a abuse. And dealing with abuse and and if I didn't forgive that person, I you know, I don't know where I, I would be. I don't even know where that person would be, because that person came out to be a a total, total 180. Wow. And if and if and if and if I wasn't forgiven, and there's always animosity and fighting and stuff. That's how the the family is, is divided. And you have this division. You see a lot of it out here, and 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 it's and it's hard to you know it's hard to see, and and it's messed up because you know we're all one family, and we need and we all need each other, and 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 things can be hashed out and 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 put back together with just a, a simple conversation. Now I'm not saying it will happen overnight. I'm not saying it will happen next week or a month or a year, but eventually. It, it will happen if uh if if people allow it and that's how i feel that you have less less carnage less violence and less arguments in, in 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 the world if if people have that that mindset so Jules, you hit on something i think is super important i think it's the power of people admitting when they're wrong the mm-hmm. power of just saying you're sorry to someone like None of us walking this earth are perfect. We've all said and we've all made mistakes. So I think the biggest thing for you, we've talked about this on the show before, choose a forgiveness. Because if you can't have the ability to forgive someone, that says a lot about you as a person. But anybody that comes to me after they've wronged me, Jules, mm-hmm. they need to be sincere in that apology. Right. You can't just be saying it just to be saying it. Because for me, I'm going to see right through that. And I think that when people do say they're sorry, and especially when you talk about a situation with abuse and in my situation, when we talk about situations that happen in family where they're arguing over money and things that, that really, at the grand scheme of things, aren't that important, you got to acknowledge the pain that you put that other person through from what's going on. And as I said earlier, your role in that. So for me, in my situation with my family, even though it didn't directly involve me, indirectly, 
I'm involved because those mm. are family members that I'm no longer connected to for something that has nothing to do with me. And even when I tried to reach out in good faith, I was shunned. Didn't even get a response back. Mm. That doesn't feel good. And I just feel like with the situation we talked about with Jay-Z, that's why for me, money is not that big of a deal in life. As long as I got money to be able to, to keep a roof over my head and, you know what I'm saying, occasionally do something nice and travel every once in a while, I'm good, man. I don't need that type of Jay-Z type of money and all that kind of stuff. Good for him. Right. But I'm not going to be sitting over here arguing with nobody over money. I just mm -hmm. not going to do it. Mm -mm. And so, like I said, when we did this episode here today, I thought this was going to be very important for a lot of people to hear. Another thing that I do want to talk to people about, and I want them to hear me clearly, because of what happened during the pandemic with George Floyd, COVID, all these different things, even with the Donald Trump presidency, a lot of our families were divided from things like politics, the vaccines, religion, social justice, protesting, looting, rioting, all the kind of stuff that was going on. Everyone has strong opinions about things one way or the other, right? I think right now, a lot of these things that happen in our world, they really divide it because you have people on one side of the, of the argument, you have another pe person on the other side of the argument. Mm -hmm. It's okay for us as a society to have differences. The problem is nowadays, things have become so polarizing that people, the way that they disagree with each other is toxic. It's turning so negative that it's killing family relationships. It's so toxic that people are now choosing other people's sides, further causing division. We talk about it so much. There's so much division in the world. We don't need division in families on top of the division that we see outside of the world. No, you know, Prez, it's, you know, and even to add to the wars we got going on in Ukraine and also in, in Israel, and how it affects home has effects back here. Um, it's so, yeah, it's so, it's so toxic and so, and and, and it's so messed up. That's why I feel it to me, to me, I feel when the holidays come up, when we talk about Thanksgiving, we talk about how to, Two people, to totally different demographics of people and race and religion, all that coming together, you know. And right now, I think we we need that, and more now than ever, for all of us to to come together and kind of kind of have. We need peace in the world. We need peace within ourselves, and we need peace with our family, and we need peace with our our community and and jobs and all that. I mean, so much destruction and chaos is going on out here. People losing their lives or for senseless things. We need peace right now. And, and this time of year is my favorite part of the year. And it shouldn't be because, you know, you get the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and, you know, but the, the reason why we come together for Thanksgiving that should be every day, 24-7, throughout the year. 
because we talked about earlier today in the show about how we never know when it's our last day on this earth. And if we leave the last day on this earth mad at each other, you know, then there it go. There's no reconciliation with that. The person's no longer here to talk to. Your father's no longer here, your brother, your mother, your your sister, wherever the case may be. And we need reconciliation, we need peace, and we need um we need love and we need to come together. And that's the only way humanity and humankind can can prosper and 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 you know, and we and all that's just just by having love for one another and and I I know what I'm gonna do as far as me, what I can do. I can only control my house. I said that plenty of times. I can only control my house. For me and my house, that's what, you know, that's how we're gonna live and that's how I'm gonna raise my kids and to promote that and, and spread that for for while I'm dead and gone and and that and that wisdom can can carry on, you know, until the end of time. But you know, First, what we got going on today is 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 messed up, and and, and I just you know pray and hope that um, you know we can we can kind of turn that thing around. But um, I'm glad that we're talking about this, and and I'm glad people listen to this, and hopefully can spread spread that love around, and and kind of just let's kind of let's 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 swing the pendulum the other way, and and look out for one another and. And be a part of whatever and, and and forgive and, and love and stuff. So it's a, one of them conversations is just hard, but it needs that behalf. And and we can just learn and learn how to to uh talk to one another and not at at each other. And you know, we can we can go a long way. We can we can solve wars with that, you know. So Well sometimes you gotta realize that maybe that person isn't ready. And that's okay, right? When you're looking to repair a family relationship, it's no different than any other type of relationship. You can't just flip a switch and expect that everything just automatically is going to go back to the way it was. Because sometimes some situations do require some time and space, which is what I was saying earlier. It's okay to take some time to evaluate. It's okay to let things breathe. It's no different, like say, for instance, if you work on a project, Jules, and you're like, fixing something, right? And you're trying to tweak it. You're trying to make it run better than it ran before. So different than a relationship. If you want that relationship to be different, you got to take a step back. You got to look at it and say, okay, well, this is what I did before and it had this type of result. Maybe I need to do it differently this time. Maybe I need to get under the hood. And a lot of people are willing to take that effort. A lot of people are willing to put that type of hard work in, but you got to be willing to do so. There's family members out here that you guys probably know right now want to hear from you, and you're refusing to talk to them for whatever reason. Well, I would say be kind to yourself when you're ready. Have that conversation. If you're not ready, it's okay. But just know at the end of the day, the family is important. And I'm not just saying that from the standpoint of just because somebody is your family that they can hurt you. No, I'm not saying that from that standpoint. But I still am a firm believer that family is important. And so as long as you as a person, you're investing the proper energy towards any sort of resolution and you're giving the opposite person in this situation the opportunity to do the same, then, you know, I think you guys are heading in the right direction. 
Now, for me personally, the only time that I think it's better calling things quits when it comes to a relationship is when you find that you have put 100% of your effort into it with no reciprocation whatsoever, whether it's family, whether it's a friend, that's when you make that tough, difficult decision. But I just feel like in this world, we're better together than we are apart. And I think that we all should do our part. We got to do our part to meet each other halfway. Jules, going to hit him with that curtain call, bro. Chris, this curtain call goes out to Naomi Milton and Caleb Johnson of Chicago. Milton and Johnson are siblings, and they are nine and six years old. But they are already seasoned volunteers. In the past two years, the siblings have prepared more than a thousand lunches that they have donated to shelters and handed out to the people experiencing homelessness, often using their own allowance money to buy the supplies. They got the idea after they saw a man on the side of the road with a sign in a cup and asked their mom, what is he doing? Once she explained he was experiencing homelessness, Milton and Johnson wanted to help because they recognized the importance of helping others in their community. Both children were recently honored with the President of Volunteer Service Award for their work. Wow. Naomi and Milton, President I and Pulling Bed and Curtain Podcast family, salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Man, that's a, that's an amazing uh, story. Great curtain call, Jules. And I mean, when we, it shouldn't even just take the holidays that are approaching, but obviously, you know, Jules and I, we talk about a lot how we're grateful and how much gratitude we have for life. And when you hear stories like this, it has to touch, it has to be impactful. And I just implore other people, man, try to see how you can be involved. How can you make a difference in your community? Because every little bit helps. As always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pull Them Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.